We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Do you ever wish you were like a little girl riding a dog like a horse? Yes. Welcome to the Holy Hour. I'm Amelia Sampson. And I'm Liz Ball. Before I forget, follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, at the Holy Hour. Send us your stories. Holy Hour podcast at gmail.com. My voice, I was like about to cry. <laughs> Holy Hour Please po- send us your Please. email. I love hearing from you. Um, subscribe to us on Patreon. We are now down to one tier as of the day that we are recording this. Mm-hmm. Um so uh yeah that's early early access to episodes ad free episodes anything else fun that we that we have for y'all that'll all be on that one tier eventually we'll go up to more than one tier multiple tiers mm-hmm. um i was gonna make a crying joke there but i just don't have it in me today um <laughs> but anyway those are those are the announcements we got them out of the way i'm feeling good amazing good let's elbow our way in yeah i have a question for you today okay I love questions. I love answering questions that you ask me specifically. I love when you answer questions that I ask you specifically. I love talking about myself. I love hearing you talk about yourself. <laughs> That's why we have a podcast. Yeah. Well, we're like a match made in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> well, I get to I get to tell you my thoughts unprompted. You, the listener, uh-huh. just against your will. I- at choosing to listen you know i just i can't imagine you don't know what better. i'm about to say no we're fucking unpredictable okay wait what's your question oh <laughs> i was like at this point we're predictable because it's nah. just never on on track um there are a bunch of songs that say something along the line of get your pussy right or get my pussy right and i was in a club i fucking hate clubs for my friend's birthday mm-hmm. and i think it was a Nicki minaj song said get my pussy right and multiple people came up to me like you have to talk about on the podcast what the fuck that means because nobody knows what do you think it means to get your pussy right i need to hear the whole it was just that over and over again there was literally no context at least in this specific song what about miss new booty when he's like, get it right, get it right, get it tight. Yeah, get it right, get it tight. I have looked up on Urban Dictionary multiple times what that means. Get I think it's an exercise thing. Right. Get your pussy right. Like, 
make it you know, like what does it mean if you uh, were to guess i would like if painting. i were to guess get it right means hmm i would say like prepare for prepare to be entered you know prepare for battle <laughs> prepare to be entered like you know make sure you did a little wash Little mm-hmm. rinsey rinse. Mm-hmm. Um, give her a haircut. You know, <laughs> a nice little a sh- a high and tight. Uh huh. Oh, definitely high and tight. A little high and tight. A little high and tight. A uh, military cut. Uh, for your punani, and then punani. That's a good one. Mm hmm. Because we were saying last week we there's have... only pussy. Oh yeah, there's punani. Punani. Anyway, continue. Uh, and. And uh, maybe maybe play with it a little bit. Yeah. Okay. I'm warm, into that. Warm her up. Get it right. Get, get that pussy right. Okay. What would you What would you say? I don't know. I've thought about this endlessly. I think I Prepare agree with you. it with lube. I yeah. wonder how often people lube, lube themselves up. I don't. Yeah. I wonder. Like do uh-huh. a little bit of like self prep. Get this pussy right. I think it's like make it feel good get this pussy right <laughs> is that like doing like kegel exercises oh maybe as a warm-up maybe Ooh, a little warm-up yeah, yeah a little a little uh yeah a little 20 minute hit exercise <laughs> a, kegel. A, a pussy hit exercise pussy hit 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 that pussy clench 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 <laughs> release <laughs> i don't know get, i that sounds like you're getting your get pussy the little right. get the little balls yeah oh i'm i watched something where someone got a kegel ball stuck in them it was on the real world yeah she couldn't get it out just push like you are gonna like she tried everything she tried everything and now i'm scared did she try to put a vacuum head up there <laughs> suck it out no she, she probably so she didn't try it if she's listening now, she, she probably wishes you were there <laughs> Damn. i'm innovative as fuck mm-hmm. first of all no kidding um this is so i i was gonna ask you did you know that when men's penises wiggle they're doing that you told me that i think we might have talked about it on podcast but we're on fucking episode 76 so i can't remember every stupid thing i've said (laughs) because i also cut half of it out you know what i think about (laughs) all the time how like when people are like oh i've been catching up all weekend i'm like how much repeat shit have you heard yeah (laughs) what have we said yeah (laughs) what do you know give us a report card (laughs) um there's a uh asmr not really asmr it feels weird calling it that like a erotic sound guy ever since um fucking charles manson um ended up getting married and having a baby for word yeah it's that guy it's that guy that i think he copied from he started doing oh what's his name his name is um i want to give him credit because he's actually very good at what he does uh filth feel good filth is what it's called feel good filth he has a patreon i have not paid money i might um but he's on the hub anyway he has started posting videos of himself like rather than just audio so he'll like post videos of himself kind of like podcasting while doing the audios and he'll do that thing with his dick and i had never seen it before then i had never once you'd never seen it Mm -mm. nobody i've ever been with has done it but i saw it and i was like oh that's what liz was talking about (laughs) when it's been done to me I take it as a threat. It's threatening. It's threatening me, my family, my aura. (laughs) Don't flex your dick at me 
and pressure me to to do so. I'm going to take my time. I have a strategy. Why do they do that? Is it just like, oh, come here? For attention. They're like, now put it in your mouth. <laughs> and you're like, I will do what I want when I want. And right now I'm going to bat your dick around like a cat. <laughs> but basically they do ass kegels. They do butthole kegels to make their dick do that. Oh. That, you see, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense because the prostate is back there. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense that it would all kind of be a connected system. <laughs> Machine. Anytime I, if I ever see that again, I'm going to think, I'm going to be like, you're doing ass kegels right now. <laughs> so that's what I'm thinking about. So if you don't want me to be thinking about that. Don't wave your dick at me. Yeah. Those are, those are easy I have to say, ask, the idea of ass kegels. While interesting, it does not <laughs> particularly get me in the mood. While I just have questions. That's, that's fair. So Liz. if this is going to turn into a Q&A, prepare for that. Mm-hmm. You're, you're going to have a whole TED Talk moment. You're going to stop in the middle of what you're doing. I'll be like, explain what's going on right yeah, now. Yeah, we got to break this down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to start um, a medium blog. <laughs> I think that's fair. Just breaking down dick science. I, I'd read it. Dick science. <laughs> that, that'll be your intro song. Yeah. But it'll just be a blog. But you just have like a little sound thing at the top. Dick science. Yeah. Down, down, down. That was that electric guitar. Like that. I like that. I think we could probably commission that out. Lightning bolts. Oh, yeah. That's, I'm just seeing like dick science in like Metallica letters. Yes. That's why I was Lightning bolts on the side. And then like the John Cena voice, but it's dick science. Whoever, if you're listening to this and you make that kind of shit, do it. Yeah, we'll write the blog. Yeah, I met a guy that prefers, and there's no, there's, I'm not shaming him for this at all, or anyone that has this. He proudly exclaimed to the bar that I was in with him that he likes when vaginas have landing strips, and that was such a specific thing to like. I was shocked. I've never heard anybody be like. I would like a vagina to have a landing strip. And it's yeah. made me think about body hair patterns a lot. I'm like, because I know not everybody pays attention to them. But to hear him so proudly and with his whole chest say <laughs> that he wanted a landing strip, shocking. I think the thing that's shocking about it is that, like you said, it's so specific. It's because so specific. I, every guy I've talked to about getting waxed like you know what do you think do you like care if there's hair or or what and then they're always like no whatever like you want to do everybody i've talked to says the same yeah yeah and that's why most most guys are normal because i would say every guy except for one that i've been with is like yeah whatever you want to do i love that Mm -hmm. that's that's good guy energy hashtag gge Mm mm-hmm good good job dudes for uh being good just this one time yeah good job dudes for this very specific example Uh, (laughs) fuck you for everything else um i have prepared three different emails for us to read today yeah um one of them's short well a couple of them are short but i think they will all be fun little discussions love it so we received this email back in december so sorry we're just getting to it it just we're doing our best well also it's just kind of like we skip around 
topics a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And this one felt like a a really good conversation because we didn't necessarily have anything fully baked out for today. Um, And we just, our mail is piling up. We need to address these emails. So this email is titled, in quotes, sorry for making you have sex with me. Hey, Liz and Amelia, I've been listening for a few months now, and it's clear you both work really hard to provide a genuinely well-rounded and curious perspective on the topics you choose. I appreciate that a lot, and I just wanted to say thanks for your work. (laughs) Thanks. We're not professionals. (laughs) Um, This email is a bit long-winded, just a heads up. So there's like two parts to this email because I read it uh, already. I just thought you might be interested in these few topics. In response to the autosexual portion of the ghost condoms episode, I just wanted to report my experience as a straight cis male because I'm sure you don't hear enough from us already. (laughs) (laughs) While I wouldn't describe myself as autosexual, in the past couple of years, I've discovered that sometimes it's just cool to see yourself masturbate and that can even be enough to get off. Mm. During my last serious relationship, I started recording myself for my partner and it kind of surprised me to realize I was getting just as excited, sometimes more so, making these videos of myself as I was about as I was about seeing her responses maybe because it was something new I'm not really sure but I just really liked messaging with the angles or messing with the angles or the way I was moving my body or breathing trying to imagine what she would enjoy since then I've had a few partners that just weren't into sending nudes or recording themselves but the lack of reciprocity didn't change the fun of it for me they would always be excited and enthusiastic about receiving them which I think that which I think is the part that's really exciting. Knowing that my pleasure is pleasing to someone else. In the, in that way, I think I defer from what Liz was describing as autosexuality because it involves a partner, at least in some way. I actually really like that. Yeah. Like, that's really interesting and, yeah. like, I like that perspective. Me too. Um, anyway, for anyone that's curious or is in a long-distance relationship or maybe just bored, I highly recommend. Obvious disclaimer is that it's crucial to have a consenting partner uh, on the other end and preferably someone you really trust to own a bunch of your blackmail fuel. Mm. (laughs) Also, pro tip, if you're in a long-term committed relationship, it's great to keep these in a folder and use them periodically when you don't have time or privacy to do a full shoot and want to raise a spice level up a bit. Nudes on deck. Hell yeah. I I think about that often. I respect the planning. Mm -hmm. I respect this man's planning. Yeah, that's good. That's good. uh, Future uh, future seeking is not the right word. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Forward thinking. Yeah. You're doing your future self a a service. Yeah. And your future partner a service or your Mm -hmm. partner service in the future. Okay. Continue. In regards (laughs) to the email subject. This is more of a story time kind of thing regarding communication in the bedroom. I recently experienced what I thought was a pretty unfair reaction to me losing my erection during sex, and I'm hoping you can provide some insight from a woman's perspective for a a situation like this. Mm -hmm. For some background, this was the morning after a second date after which we had sex and both Uh, and both orgasmed i 29 male woke up and said i had to get to work but had a nice morning erection going so we decided to give it a go before i left she 32 female was getting pretty close to orgasm and i just kind of went soft it was i was definitely into it but i think hearing getting hearing her getting close made me a bit too excited and in my mental effort to not come first i may have overcompensated and lost my erection not my proudest moment but it happens 
Typically in this situation, I'd expect a partner to be bummed, especially after she was so close to orgasm, and maybe give me a bit of a playful ribbing before we got back into it. In this case, her immediate reaction was to exclaim, what the fuck, dude? And after I explained what happened, I felt her get really defensive and hostile, almost like I did something wrong. I think she may have thought I came and was trying to play it off like I didn't, which I explained was not the case. But she doubled down on her reaction and said, wow, sorry for making you have sex with me. This really caught me off guard because we had previously had extensive conversations about our sexual preferences, likes and dislikes. And it seemed like both of us were pretty emotionally mature when it came to sex. I'm a pretty passive person, so my immediate reaction was to try to calm the vibe down a level and assure her that it wasn't a problem with her. It just happens sometimes. But by then, the sexual energy was completely gone, and I even felt weird about being there at all. We gave each other a a half-hearted goodbye, and she kind of apologized, saying she was still drunk from the night before. I just said it was fine and left. After our next date fell through, I didn't really feel compelled to see her again. It seems like the feeling is mutual because I haven't heard from her since. Over the next few days, I couldn't really get it out of my head and was just trying to figure out how I could have handled it better. Mm -hmm. I realized that her reaction basically just made me feel bad. And that in trying to provide a calming energy to the situation, I didn't allow myself to express how I truly felt in the moment. I was now processing that hurt in the coming days, but there was something in me that I wished I had expressed it to her. So apart from just being plain and sensitive, there's one really major reason this reaction was so problematic for me. It suggests that I didn't have any agency over my own decision making and that it was actually her who chose to have sex with me rather than us choosing to have sex with each other. Mm -hmm. I really don't love that. And I imagine the loss of agency, especially sexual, is something that women feel very often. So to put a cherry on top of a shit Sunday, (laughs) I am grateful to have a bit more understanding of of what other people experience when there is a breakdown in mutual respect in the bedroom. And I just want to acknowledge for myself and for others that it's okay to express your emotions to your partner and you're not really doing anyone any favors by ignoring them, regardless of how casual or new your relationship is. All in all, the stakes were pretty low here and I'm sure people deal with this type of thing all the time. Just thought it might be an interesting discussion for you. All the best. I have so many thoughts. So I want to say, fuck her. Yeah, <laughs> that's a really fucked up reaction. Yeah, that is that is an ugly, atrocious reaction. I will say, just like, I don't want to defend her because that's a fucked up reaction. But in her defense, I think maybe part of that might have been her feeling embarrassed that maybe she was the reason that you lost your erection. It's still like it a really it immature response. Completely agree. But like, I've I know from the perspective of somebody that has slept with people who have gone soft like like frequently even me knowing like there are so many things that go into that alcohol is one um anxiety certain drugs that you're on like prescription drugs that you're on a Mm -hmm. bunch of different shit can play into it and a lot of the time it doesn't have to do with your partner it's still kind of like oh okay like uh oh like what could i have done something differently and like i am mature enough and like empathetic and i fucking hate that word millennials have ruined the word empathy but i'm empathetic enough to be like okay i need to not make this about me because this is clearly embarrassing for him in the situations that i've been in but i think a lot of people maybe don't have that same kind of like self-control of like not lashing out when they're embarrassed obviously i don't know the situation but like that might have been why regardless super not okay it's really fucked up to make you feel insecure in that moment especially because 
it wasn't your fault. And it also says nothing a lot of the time about anything that's happening in the situation. <laughs> it just happens. Yeah. Also, like, I would... I would think that um, when someone's like, oh, I'm getting close, that puts a lot of pressure mm-hmm. on you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, of course, like getting excited and then overcompensating, trying to like calm down. But then also like having the pressure of to per- to perform is it's all going to weigh down. Yeah. So it makes sense. Right. And I think that her reaction was completely out of line and unacceptable, especially if you had already had a conversation where you trusted her enough to feel like oh, we are on the same page about sex and maturity. Like, I trust this person and want to sleep with them. Yes. So. Completely agree. And her, even her saying, like, sorry, I think I'm just still drunk. Like, fuck that. No, that's stupid. Even if you're you're still drunk, that is not an okay reaction. And she wasn't drunk enough the next day to be, like, not in control of what she's saying. When you wake up drunk, you're just kind of, like, just, like, a little dizzy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, it's just not a fucking excuse. And she probably felt embarrassed for being embarrassed and lashing out like that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because that's embarrassing. That's categorically embarrassing to be immature like that. But, like, it doesn't make it okay. I just, like, I think it's tough for people with vaginas that exclusively have sex with people with penises being like if we get like a little bit turned off we can still make sex work like with like lube or like we get like dry we can like still make sex work you know if you get soft that's kind of it and then like you get in your head about like getting hard again and that makes it so much worse yeah like it's like the process like you get in your head which is what like makes you lose your erection and then you're in your head about getting hard and then you like that pressure doesn't help and it's just like this like spiral snowball of like shit so like anybody that is having sex with someone with a penis and is like in this situation just like a little bit of empathy like just like Oh, don't worry about it. No pressure. If it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. Well, and like, helps a lot. He, yeah, like he was saying, like I would just he, like you know sometimes this happens. Yeah, it's not a big fucking deal. And he assumed that she was just gonna be like, oh, haha. Yeah. All right, let's. Which is what she should let's have try done. and like get back into it, or like, can I get you anything? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Like I can tell. Like there have been times where I could tell like the first time hooking up with someone that they have felt like nervous and pressured and i've been like we don't have to do this right and even i I wish people would say that to me like Mm -hmm. we don't have to Mm -hmm. do anything that you're not ready for comfortable with so agreed how would how would you handle a situation like this um i so i've been in a so if i were him i mean we've all been in a situation like this i would say right do you mean like if I was in a situation like um, someone losing their erection or mm-hmm. like, okay. I So what I do when this does happen is, so I was hooking up with someone, Moscow, I'm just going to say it. Moscow was, I think because I was on a pedestal for him, he couldn't, he was in his head so, so much. And this isn't even me like making up the reason like he said this to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That he just like couldn't stay hard. And he was so frustrated about it. And like what I would do would just be like, it's really okay. Like, let's like take a breath and just like hang out, just like lay here and chat for like, just relax, you know, Mm -hmm. because the pressure of like, oh, what can I do to like make you hard? It's like, 
that kind of like urgency is not going to help anyone um and like this person is saying it like removes your really like your agency in a lot of ways to be like okay let's like let's make this happen again because i need you to have sex with me right now well this girl could have just gotten herself off after he left it's not that big of a deal no like calm the fuck down it's really not that big of a deal um but yeah no i mean like i was dating a guy that was on um medication that would make it hard for him to stay hard um people with depression and anxiety can't Mm -hmm. stay hard so it's just like i'll just removing the pressure i'm fine if sex doesn't happen it's fucking fine yeah you know i'm like whatever i'm having a good time i had a good time for like the amount of time that it lasted i think there's also like if you're you can also do other stuff yeah you know right if you're like oh well we were so into it like we don't have to lose the momentum like do you want to help me masturbate or right we could do something else. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so, and usually I feel like doing something like that, like that, like kind of gets things going again and then you can have sex. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah. You can make it fun. Yeah, totally. So it's if you don't want to be done, you can still do other stuff. What would you, you know? do? Would you have the same kind of um, Yeah, I would have uh, the same kind of reaction of, as you of like, well, and I think it also depends on the relationship I have with the other person. Like, if it's someone else that I've hooked up with a lot, you know, in this case, if it's my partner. Yeah. <laughs> like, this hasn't happened with me and Mr. Liz, but knowing him, I know he would be like, oh, well, I can still, like, get you off or, like, you know, we yeah. can, like, still do other stuff. Because mm-hmm. um, he's down, like, if I'm, like, it, you know, if I'm in the mood to, like, come yeah <laughs> he's always he's always down to be like oh i'll like do you want me to like kiss on you or whatever yeah. so he's he's down to participate so mm-hmm. i think like in a relationship like that's inevitably gonna happen at some point so yeah just like you can still have a good time while not wanting to have sex totally and if you like lose an erection like it's not that big of a deal. No. You can stop if you're uncomfortable and and if your partner is going to be a dick about it. Like, yeah. You have the agency to stop sex at any time, no matter what. Regardless, mm-hmm. this goes for everybody. If you're not feeling comfortable or you're just like not into it anymore, it, you have the right to just stop it. It's awkward. Yeah. And, and if it, they give you a hard time, you can tase them. You have my permission. And you have my permission, too. You should assault them. We are <laughs> no. I'm I'm we, joking. We, Don't do that. We're we are uh, endorsing you punching them in the throat. Yeah, or like um, just throw them off their game and like blow a raspberry on their belly like a little baby, <laughs> and just like make them really uncomfortable. I think that honestly, <laughs> you'd be like, you were making me uncomfortable, so I thought I'd return the favor. I can't imagine a better solution. Liz. Yeah, that's that's a really good suggestion. Or like you know like. Do do something weird like lick their ear, or I guess that's still sensual. Lick their eye, spit in their ear. Yeah, spit in their ear. Just a big loogie. <laughs> Just like shove your finger up their nose and mm-hmm. be like, "Oh, I thought we were making each other uncomfortable." <laughs> if that's not what you want, <laughs> <laughs> then you shouldn't have made me uncomfortable. Yeah, <laughs> it's honestly, simple math. <laughs> Just throw them off their rhythm, right? And get them really angry. <laughs> I no, think that, no. no, I think it's good advice. Uh, uh, the bottom line, just don't be a fucking dick. Don't make yeah. your partner feel like shit. Even if you're in the moment embarrassed or feeling a type of way, just don't fucking do it. The fact that she felt like it was okay to react that way to an it's essential stranger. Mm-hmm. 
this is their second date like Mm -hmm. that's just like a red flag to me like things aren't gonna get better from there yeah so it's good that it kind of fell off yeah it's good that she showed her true colors but also unfortunate hate it so i thought that was like a really interesting perspective yeah like because you don't hear about like a woman reacting that often though i'm sure it does happen yeah totally so thank you for sharing that with us Mm -hmm. so we were able to discuss it and Mm -hmm. you can give her this episode and be like you know what these two people i don't know said fuck you (laughs) they said that i could spit a loogie in your ear and put my finger up your nose yeah so So when are we hanging out (laughs) when are we hanging (laughs) and now they're in love no We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. This is another email. What is the? Oh, oh my God. Okay. The subject line of this is the piss witness, which I think I would like to change my name to that. The piss witness? Yeah. Welcome to the holy hour. I'm the piss witness. I'm Liz Ball. How do you, how do you feel about that? I want a nickname too. Okay. You can be, um, it needs to be right. We don't have to make it up right now. The pisser. You're the pisser and I'm the piss no. witness. <laughs> You're going to read this story. I refuse. Oh no. <laughs> I really love that you read these before I do. Okay. All right. Hey, Amelia and Liz. I, he, him was listening to the pod and it got me thinking about my own dating escapades. Though few and far between, I did unlock a memory from a time when I stayed over at a guy's house. I've never shared this with anyone before, but I thought that this was the place to do so. Fuck yes, it is. Yeah, to the general public. I love that. To be read to anyone. (laughs) I can't imagine a better place, honestly. I had driven a couple hours to go out with this guy. I'll call him Logan. 
We spent the day hiking, having dinner, and playing Smash Bros at his place. Honestly, sounds like a perfect date. The Smash Bros are going to smash, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) We're annoying. (laughs) I like that. It was a great day, and we ended up sleeping together. In the morning, Logan asked if I wanted to shower with him. Naturally, I said yes. Initially, everything was fine. We were doing the dance where one person is under the water while the other lathers, and then you accidentally brush up against each other as you switch spots. Um, quick interjection. That is the move. <laughs> um, when you're really in a relationship, it gets to the point where one of you is in the shower enjoying your your bathing ritual while the other one is waiting. Sitting on the toilet. Fucking freezing <laughs> in the shower. Oh. And you're like, ugh. Do Mr. Liz still shower together? Sometimes. I hate showering with people. We only do it occasionally. It's it's not convenient in my shower because it, in both of our showers, the water doesn't stay hot long enough mm. that we both can be in there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. It's just always slippery. And- I love showering with Mr. Liz because he lathers my hair and like scrubs me down. Love that. Yeah. It's so nice when I have like shampoo or conditioner in my hair and he like gets his big hands. fingers in there and. <laughs> just like lathers my head it feels so nice Uh, and then he hugs me oh it's fair the first time we showered together it was in the summer and he like lit candles and we turned off all the lights (gasps) i love that and then we took a shower and he made me feel so special and clean (laughs) that was a that was after our third date our portland date oh Mm. I still can't believe y'all did that. But now that I know both of you and know your relationship, I can't. It does make sense. But in that moment, I was like, what? Thinking about it now, I'm like, we both seem a little unhinged. (laughs) Like, it was, it was risky. He could have murdered me at any moment. It was risky, but I didn't feel nervous about it. No. For you. Like, I didn't, I wasn't like, well, that's what I I didn't think it was going to anyways okay we're gonna continue this initially everything was fine we were doing the dance where one person is under the water while the other lathers and then you accidentally brush up against each other as you switch spots i was scrubbing myself with body wash Wash. when (laughs) sorry there's a typo i'm gonna run that it said body was (laughs) i was scrubbing myself with body wash when i started to smell something i couldn't place it at first but it quickly became clear it smelled like pee I was confused. His bathroom was kept really clean and I couldn't fathom where this smell would be coming from. Then I glanced down. Logan had his back to me, but I could just see past him to the drain and I realized what he had done. As the remaining streaks of yellow swirled down the drain, the smell faded. Unsure how I was supposed to handle this, I pretended I didn't notice and we finished showering in relative silence. Uh, I'm not crazy opposed to the idea of peeing in the shower. I don't do it myself, especially living in my own place. I just never imagined that someone would be so brazen as to pee in the shower while someone else was in there with them. We didn't end up going on another date, but we stayed friends and I still hang out with him and his current boyfriend to this day. Anyways, thanks for creating a space where I can finally open up about this strange memory in my dating life. I love the podcast and can't wait to keep listening. Oh, ah, I think that's gross. It's just unsanitary. It's super gross. Also, well, just Emma- like, don't just so brazenly just like someone that you have like just gone on a date with you like don't know them that well yeah and you're just gonna like sure pee in front of them okay interesting pee in the water that they're standing in yes Mm -mm. in the shower Mm -mm. with a stranger not today that's not tomorrow i not next week 
I would block their number. Me too. So like you're a better person than me, I guess, because I would straight up block this guy's number. It's just gross. And the smell of pee is so gross. Like it's just everything about this is gross. Yeah. I have no issue. You know, it's a natural thing. But like pee before you get in the shower or pee after the shower. There are two options there. You took neither of them. It's just you peed how how at the foot of your lover and there's there's no like it's not that it clearly wasn't that urgent right you are in a bathroom sir you're right. already you're already in the place you need to be in there are just so many ways that this could have been handled better if you truly couldn't hold it just make a joke about it a man peeing in the shower. Also, you know he doesn't clean that shower. Oh, hell no. Oh, my God. I, I just think if you're going to be, like, that gross, you're not, like, coming in there and Cloroxing it down. I scrub my toilet every week. Me too. God, you have to. Yeah. You know that man's not doing that. It's so fucking gross. If he's peeing in the shower. Remember um, French Press's bathroom smells like pee? I think about yeah. that often. Yeah. I forgot. You just lot. unlocked a memory I forgot about. <laughs> I, we took this out of the, that episode. I was talking. Sh- okay, so it was like what episode three? This guy Amelia and I had both gone on a date with. I never met him actually. Oh, well, remember you were talked to. You were supposed. I feel to like meet I up met him. him several times. Mm-hmm. His bathroom smelled like urine. It just straight up smelled like a men's locker room. That's so fucking gross. Yeah. That's so gross. And I took it out of the episode because it felt a little too mean. And it's good that you did because he listened and he group texted us. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, clean your fucking bathroom floors. I don't care that they're black. It still smells awful. There's something very sexy about a man who has a good smelling bathroom. I don't know what it is. It it ups them Even a few points clean. in my mind. At a good smelling bathroom. My coworker, bathroom. my old coworker that I talked about a few weeks ago that I hooked up with eventually um he had me go into his bathroom for something like before we had had sex and um i walked in there and it smelled it was like he had like a kind of like a musky like air diffuser going in there and it was just super sparkling clean and his drawers were organized and i was like i'm gonna fuck this guy anyway it took like a year but i did there (laughs) you just reminded me there was this guy that i was like kind of talking to and it was clear that we like were into each other, but we never hooked up. We never kissed, nothing. But I stayed the night in his bed and he didn't make a move. I've wow. Yeah. I've had a few of those. But you just reminded me that his bathroom was almost like serial killer spotless. I I was both That's impressed amazing. and afraid. <laughs> Somebody died in here. And his his room was so nice too. And I was just like, it's so hot when men are clean and yeah. have like good taste in in aesthetic and decor like you want to have a comfortable and well-decorated space uh chef there's kiss. truly nothing sexier like i just want to know so my my thought process as to like i'm like showing my cards here this is, i might remove this no. uh, to like living my life and the kind of person i want to be i'm like what if i did it all like what if i had a nice home and i was a good person and i'm hot mm-hmm you can do it. That's such a good combination. It, it's a great combination. And what's like fucking- being a good person and being hot? Hell yeah. Why can't everyone do that? Truly. Yeah. I think about that all the time. There are so many guys that I know that are like so fucking hot and they're just shitty fucking people. And I'm like, you yeah. would be unbeatable if you were a good person. Oh my God. Be 
if you're hot, work on being a good person. You'll get so much tail, bro. If you're already a good person, Fuck I feel yeah. like there's like there's some some shortcuts to be to becoming hot too. You know? Plastic confidence. Surgery. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> confidence. Yeah. Uh, um, a new glasses. Sell style? your soul to Satan. Yeah. Easy. <laughs> Easy way to being hot. I have them on speed dial if Not you want sure his number. Not sure if you get to still be a good person. If I sold my soul to Satan, I'd be like, eh, fuck it. All bets are off. Uh, you know, I would, I think me and Satan. <laughs> he's listening like, uh, uh-huh. Yeah, he's uh-huh. like, no, she right. She does have, she actually has my old number, so I need to give her my new number. That's what he's saying right now. There's just so many tricks to being hot. Yeah. And number one is confidence. Mm-hmm. And to quote uh, the famous Maddie Perez, <laughs> oh, um, it, no one knows if confidence is real or not. Damn. So That's just so fucking true. So who who cares? To fake it till you make it kind of moment. Yeah. Our our queen, our savior, Maddie Perez. Love you, bitch. Oh, she's the best. So our next email um, is titled boundaries. And the writer or the listener writes, me and my significant other have been together for well over 10 years. We're both changed and adapted. We've both changed and adapted together very well over the years and care very much for each other. However, he has a kink that makes me super uncomfortable. He is pretty much obsessed with anal and other butt stuff of the like. Though I do enjoy play sometimes, I do not like full-blown anal. It hurts and makes me feel bad afterwards. Mm -hmm. He is convinced that we can move slow and work up to it so it doesn't hurt, and so I don't feel bad about doing it. Being raised Christian might have something to do with it, to be honest. I love him so much, and I want him to make me happy, but I just don't know what I should do. Should I keep going and give it a shot like he wants or stand my ground? How do you both handle your partner's kinks? So when I read this, I was like, well, my partner's kinks. Are your kinks? Yeah. They don't involve anything against my consent. Like, if I'm not consenting to doing something, he doesn't want to do it. Yeah. And he's not going to pressure me into doing something. Like, if this guy, he needs to get over it, honestly. That's my tough, that's my tough love advice, you know, I I don't know your relationship. I only have this email. <laughs> um, so yeah. while I'm sure you love him and he's a great guy, he needs to like be what a lot more considerate in this perspective. Like if you don't want to do anal, you don't have to fucking do anal. Mm-hmm. He can get a butthole flashlight. They have that. Mm-hmm. That exists. We did an episode about it. You know what's a little fucked? And I don't know if this is the case with him but i know it's the case for other people is knowing that he can't have it probably makes him want it more and so it's like if it, if it happened he'd probably be fucking bored with it which is it's not saying that you should do it 100 no if you're not comfortable but that's just like kind of bugs me about people that are like but just try it because it's yeah. like what if i fucking like what if we do it and then you're like man never mind and then i push myself to do something i'm uncomfortable with and yeah. n- neither of us are happy well if it hurts and you feel bad those are two very good reasons yeah to not those are do don't something. don't do anything you're not comfortable with yeah and um, if you want to like i think i also think it's worth like thinking more about why you like feel bad yeah about it just just for your own like sense of peace totally to, to be able to confront those feelings that's kind of my thoughts and yeah, you don't have to work up to like anal. If that's not something you want to do. No. You, 
then don't. Does he? I don't know if you, there's not. Um, there's not anything in here about if he likes receiving too, but like, I don't know if you've explored yeah. that. Maybe he would like to receive. Yeah, maybe he. Anal. Maybe he wants to be pegged. Get you a strap on. Hell yeah! But like, I I guess there's no advice of how to like um navigate this outside of just like you should feel justified and valid and not not being uncomfortable with what you're uncomfortable with. Yeah. Like yeah. that's if that is just like a very human thing and like you doing something that you're not comfortable with is never it's uh, like until you are comfortable with it which is possible there is a possibility that you will be able to like eventually be okay with this but until that point if that point ever happens it's not going to be enjoyable for you period yeah. and it shouldn't be enjoyable for him either if he keeps pressuring you you're not going it's not going to be enjoyable for you correct if you're just like doing all of this for him None of it is a payoff for you. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. I just, it doesn't seem like um, there's a level playing field in this, right, in this situation. Like, it doesn't seem very fair. No. Um, And if you've been together for over 10 years, you probably have a lot of, like, um, like, a lot of really good communication between each other, most likely. Mm -hmm. So... That should be a lot easier to be able to, like, stand your ground. And also, like, the number one thing with the kink community and having kinks is consent. Yes. And you're not consenting. So. Yeah. That's the only reason you need. Agreed. You just, you don't want to and you don't like it. Yes. You don't need any other reason. Amen. So get you a strap on. And if he keeps fucking coming at you, say you first. Bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> come come out with it on and say you first. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should just have us there. We'll hang out in the bedroom. Oh, can I can I plug something? Yes. Oh, speaking of butt, butt plug. Can I do a butt plug? Uh-huh. Um, I was in a film feature uh three years ago that is now available for um pre buy what do what do they call that on Apple? Pre save pre-save? pre-sale i don't know who fucking knows anyway it's called win a trip to brown town brown town being a butthole um it's just win a trip to brown town that's not that wasn't the whole title um and uh if we get like a lot of pre-sales on it then uh we get distributed to like netflix and shit so (gasps) if you're interested in seeing me act in a thing it's like a low budget local film thing but it's really fun and everyone that made it was really passionate explain the give us a little summary give us a little plot line here we are give us the imdb baby oh my god okay so it's about um this man frank frank sigas who um his wife makes a bet with him that if he can lose 50 pounds in i think two months is the time frame she'll uh let him put it in her butt that's the bet and so the film is him basically training (laughs) to lose all this weight so that he can put it in her butt and it's so funny because the director is (laughs) church going he's been with his high school sweetheart for forever he has two kids like you would never expect him to write a film like this and he's in it he's he plays the the main character and he actually loses 50 pounds throughout the whole thing um and part of me is like did he is this based on real life? So at the beginning, it's like, this is dedicated to my wife who wants you to know that this is definitely not a true story. <laughs> but who knows? That's really funny. But like, it's just, he's so fucking passionate. Like, it was so fun to come to set and just like be there with 
somebody that was just like living his dream of making a movie you know because he like went to mm-hmm. film school and he was like finally doing this anyway if you're interested zero pressure it's on apple that reminded me of um so amelia and i went and saw chris Rudd stand up mm-hmm. and it reminded me of one of his jokes where he like he was like talking about utah because he had to do a show in utah and he called one of his friends and he's like what are the people like there because like you don't know what like the people are gonna be like in a new area if they're gonna like your jokes and then um he said a mormon comedian picked him up which like those two words don't belong together in my opinion (laughs) yeah but he said a mormon comedian picked him up and like said something like oh they can't have sex before marriage and he was like damn that sucks and then he's like but god never said anything about anal and then (laughs) he's like what fucking god do you have and and then he was like i don't know they're just having a bunch of butt sex in utah like (laughs) I just it was so it's funny. So fucking funny. Yeah, oh, he his stand up was so good. He's so fucking funny. If y'all haven't heard any of it, he's on SNL. So if you watch SNL, you know who Chris Rudd is. If you don't watch SNL, <laughs> please watch some of his stand up on YouTube. His stand up's so he's fucking so good. He's so fucking funny. Like, I I was like crying laughing the entire time. Yeah. And I've seen quite a handful of comedians and mm-hmm. um the the only two that have made me laugh that hard, like consistently, are Chris Red and um, Nick Kroll. Wow, Nick Kroll stand up, phenomenal. Wow, I almost cried because I just am in love with him. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. But that's fair. Anyways, and Chris Red win, win a trip to Brown Town. Yeah, hell yeah. Yes, wow. There are so many good plugs here. Wrap it up. Um, oh, we don't have to wrap it up. I was trying. To, that's what I meant. I heard you. I yeah. heard you. Yeah, wrap it up. Let's fucking. <laughs> no, I know what you. I mean. was trying to wrap. It I up knew what you meant with the the plug anyways i'll stop talking no it's great i love when you talk um i don't (laughs) (laughs) oh well i mean that was kind of the i was just about to talk in circles so we can actually wrap that up Mm -hmm. uh this is our sex fact of the week that was see i'm i'm back on board i wasn't feeling the school spirit for a few weeks so i wasn't feeling the school (laughs) i don't know i was just like i'm not i can't harmonize lately well that was beautiful honestly thank you i'm i am inspired all right here's our sex fact flatworms fence with their sex organs that's what i laughed at wait they fight like they i'll I'll read it flatworms (laughs) flatworms are among the simplest invertebrate animals on earth lacking well-defined circulatory and respiratory organs and eating and pooping via the same body opening which are fun facts in themselves but all bets are off during mating season that's just like every uh, american government official <laughs> <laughs> hey nice oh uh. <laughs> that was actually very very funny thank you um the hermaphroditic is that how you say it? hermaphrodite hermaphrodite creatures i'm just gonna shorten it the hermaphrodite critters which possess male and female sex organs sprout pairs of dagger-like appendages and fence in slow motion until a hit is scored straight into the other skin the loser is impregnated with sperm and becomes the mother (laughs) while the father often goes on dueling until it becomes a mother itself further complicating the confused gender roles (laughs) my mom has always said she's like i wonder what life would be like if you never knew which partner was gonna get pregnant (laughs) when you i need to tell her (laughs) that exists and i like that they fight about it because no one fucking wants to be pregnant no one wants to be the one to to give birth 
I love how they just go on doing this until one of until it gets pregnant itself. And yeah, it's like, it's oh, just like fuck Ha-ha. the jigs up. And looking at the pictures, they look like little pieces of like old bacon. Yeah, just kind of in like fighting position. Yeah, it's it's two pieces of bacon with boxing gloves going like. Hey, <laughs> stick them up. You know what I want to do is before the, this episode comes up, I want to put this on our story with no context. Just none. <laughs> Describe what's happening here. Yeah, yeah, that's true. We I should think do that's that. a good idea. Mm-hmm. Caption, caption this. And what do you that, think's happening here? Yeah, and now that you're listening, you'll know what this picture was mm-hmm. about. Um, mm-hmm. They're fighting to see who becomes the mom. Fuck that. I, I would like that to be the case. Yeah. And I wonder um, what gender roles would look like. If that were the case. Wow. To be a flatworm. Ugh, to be a flatworm. <laughs> Fighting with my appendage. <laughs> my dagger-like I, appendage. That might be the title. Fighting with my appendage. It's <laughs> a good title. Mm-hmm. I would be like, what the fuck is this about? <laughs> now you know. And that's why I title things the way I do. That's good. Wow. Like, what the literal fuck is this? Have to listen just so I know. I, my goal is to make every single person think, what the literal fuck? Yeah. When they look at the episode titles. Hell yeah. I want you to have no idea what you're getting into. Uh, you could read the description. And the description is so well written. I hope y'all read the descriptions. Liz kills it on the descriptions. I laugh every Sometimes single time. Sometimes I'll, I'll read old descriptions and I'm like, <laughs> 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 I wrote that. I, do, I have no recollection. <laughs> They're all so good. Uh, just like deep in the throes of Prozac, not remembering anything. Damn. That's why I like Prozac. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I'm <laughs> you just surpri- kidding. You surprise yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I just like to not remember anything. Go, I am kind of funny. Um, all right. Well, <laughs> thanks for listening. Liz and I are recording tomorrow. Yeah. You'll, we, we we're won't. going on vacations. Yeah. You'll hear us a week from now. We'll hear each other tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> So, because we're both going on vacation anyway, we love we you, love you, our children. <laughs> How did we fucking hit it on the first fucking <laughs> we're go? Hitting it, hit it, hit it, hit it, get it right, get it tight. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a good callback. Yeah.